0: are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio, 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good? It's your girl, Janon right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now. So hey y'all, what is happening? Okay, so here we go. A brand new week and a brand new episode. Here we go now. In advance, I would like to apologize for the weird voice that you might be hearing right now through the mic because... I've been very very sick for the past 2 days and it's actually a mystery how I actually made it here today to the studio but you guys know I will do anything for you guys out there TKO Nation because even if I'm on my deathbed I will come into the studio and break down a very juicy fight card for you guys because that's just the type of person that I am and I could be very very sick and very very down and by the time that I come into the studio and I start to break down a brand new fight card I would just first of all get so pumped up and hyped up for that particular fight that I'm be that I'm gonna be breaking down and not only that but I just feel like I would get so much energy from this the love and support that you guys give us not to just me not to just the show TKO but also to our whole station our whole radio station out here shout out to CFRU 93.3 FM Shout out to everybody out there in the world. Man, I'm just in that mood right now that I would like to send a shout out to everybody out there who might be directly or indirectly related to the success of TKO and um, to, you know, they might be contributing or might have contributed to um, where we are right now. So shout out to everybody. All right. Yeah, there we go. Okay. So like I said, I don't know what I said, man. Yeah, my brain is a mess. My brain is fried from... All the uh, sinus infections that I'm experiencing right now, but oh, well, let's get through this. That's just life. Man, this upcoming week, weekend, we have a phenomenal fight card that is coming up on UFC fight night. Um, ESPN fight night, actually. So it's going to be headlined by a great bout. Man, this fight is going to be great. So I'm actually looking forward to it from this moment. It's going to be a heavyweight bout between Derek Lewis and Junior Dos Santos, who's actually one of my all-time favorites. Now, I know this might be the 100th time that I have um, said this on the show, but Junior Dos Santos, for some weird reason, is actually one of my all-time favorite fighters and makes martial arts. So that uh, UFC Fight Night card is going to be headlined by a fight between Derek Brunson, or excuse me, Derek Lewis and Junior Dos Santos. So that fight is going to be hella fun. So of course we're going to be breaking that fight down and if we have some extra time because I'm looking through this uh, fight card right now and there's so many other big name fights uh, actually big name fighters who are fighting on this particular fight card. So depending on how much extra time we are going to have for today's show, we might as Well um, break those fights Down but this is the main fight that We're going to be going into in thorough Detail for today so keep That in mind okay and um, Of course yes we are Going to be sort of reminiscing And talking about the fight card The big UFC pay-per-view fight Card that happened over this past Weekend yes I'm talking about the Fight between John Jones and Anthony Smith I believe it was UFC 235 right And uh, yes the Coleman event which was a fight between a, a championship fight for the welterweight division um, it was a fight between Tyron Woodley, I'm not gonna spoil what happened, not gonna give him a prefix or a title just yet because I'm pretty sure you guys know what happened with that particular fight but okay let's just say Tyron Woodley he had a fight with Kamaru Usman and that fight was really surprising to me personally and I know I wasn't the only one and that the whole um, mixed martial arts community actually uh, reacted uh, to that fight and uh, was pretty much surprised with the outcome of that fight, right? So those were the two big fights of that um, pay-per-view card that we just had over this past weekend. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm missing a very... important thing about that fight card but I just cannot remember my brain is not working today but um, as far as I can recall because it's actually been a few days ever since that fight card that UFC pay-per-view fight card those were the big um, fights that were happening on that pay-per-view card so we are going to be thoroughly talking about you know breaking down what sort of what went down and What sort of mistakes some of the guys made, and um, what are some of the implications, okay, of um, uh, of the of the outcomes of the fights that happened on Saturday nights? and what else man uh, I'm just going to briefly talk about some of the um, stuff that are coming up um, in the next couple of weeks so I believe next week uh, not only are we going to have a great UFC fight night card that I'm going to be breaking down in third detail next week but also um, there's also going to be a ACB card now um, that's sort of like the equivalent of the UFC but it's a Russian organization so it's a Russian mixed martial arts organization and um, there's actually a lot of great fights that that um Uh, happen in ACB but we especially in North America just don't really hear about it because it's mostly uh, I would say it's better promoted in in Russia and in Eastern Europe than it is in in North America because in North America of course we have organizations like Bellator and the UFC and we don't really get to hear a lot about ACB although that does not take anything away from how deadly and talented Um, the fighters at ACB are. So next week, yes, we're going to be breaking down ACB's card and UFC Fight Night. So another UFC Fight Night that is happening. Okay, so... Um, that is pretty much what we have lined up for the next couple of weeks. Oh, yes. Okay, so I'm just looking through the UFC 235 uh, fight card. And uh, I remember now the fight that I really want to remember and also talk about was the fight, the welterweight fight between Robbie Lawler and Ben Askren. So, um, yes, uh, we're going to be... Um uh yes, just, just previewing what happened uh on Fight Night over over uh past Saturday. So now without further ado, I think be proper to get started. All right, what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Okay, here we go. So let's Briefly uh, actually I think be best if we start with a breakdown and then go into the reminiscing because the breakdown is the most important uh, part of our um, podcast today so yes let's get started with a breakdown actually so, I told you guys the, the the fight card that is happening this upcoming Saturday, and that is March 9th. So, the upcoming fight card that is happening this upcoming Saturday, that's that's a lot of upcoming in just one sentence. <laughs> but uh, it is going to be happening between Junior Dos Santos and Derrick Lewis. Now, this fight is a heavyweight fight, obviously. It is going to be one hell of a fight because we have two absolute titans, two heavyweight titans going at it. And I say this because if you go back and watch some of the highlights of of both of these guys, you will know what, what sort of a fighter and, and a heavyweight fighter you're dealing with here in this particular case because we have two absolutely, um, amazingly, actually talented Strikers going at it on on fight nights. We have Junior dos Santos, who actually comes from a very strong boxing background, fighting off against Derek Lewis, who I wouldn't say he's the most technical guy out there, but his he's really well known for his um knockout shots, obviously, because in one moment, you might be thinking that Derek Lewis is actually completely losing the fight and that you would think that he's getting completely outclassed by his opponent. But the next second, say you actually blink in the fight, you will see that Derek Lewis has knocked out his opponent cold to the canvas. Now, how is that possible? Well, I, I mean, a lot of people out there, in the, especially in the uh, MMA community right now, would argue that it could be totally due to fluke that Derek Lewis is um, actually accomplishing such great knockouts because, you know, he doesn't, like, he doesn't really have the cardio when you think about it, um, especially if his fights go the full distance, and he doesn't, like I said, he's not necessarily the most technical fighter out there, but there's just something about his shots and the timing and the precision of his shots that obviously make them knockout shots and perfect knockout shots because... Like I said, especially for his past um, few fights, we've seen um, Derek Lewis not really being successful towards the beginning of the fight, and then literally, I believe there was this last—it um, was his last fight—that he was fighting his opponent um, Alexander Volkov. Now you can actually go back and watch the whole fight for that for that um, fight between Volkov and Derek Lewis. Now Derek Lewis was completely outclassed for the full fight. By Alexander Volkov, he was taken down. He was out wrestled. He was even out, out striked, uh in, in the f- in the full fight. But then I believe there was only ten seconds left to the to the whole fight. So that was the only opening that Derek Lewis had. And, and I'm not sure if this was a mistake on um, his opponent's behalf, on Alexander Volkov's behalf. But it just seemed like his opponent was sort of um, slowing down. And then because of that, Derek Lewis sort of took his shot and started throwing those um, timely shots of his. And for some reason, the shot was just so precise and it landed at the right time that his opponent just went down with just one strike. And there you go. Derek Lewis actually won that fight through knockout, even though there was only 10 seconds left to the whole fight. Now, this is actually mind-blowing. And I know, like I said, a lot of people might regard this as a fluke. But honestly, how many times can you have fluke? You need to sort of have it as a pattern, as a plan for it to happen so many times. You cannot really just have it. just It, it cannot be a trivial thing. That is what I'm saying. So Derek Lewis, like I said, he is a phenomenal knockout artist, But it's not like he he has that in mind when he comes into the fight. It's just he sort of um, improvises when he's in his fights and he will throw that shot. And um, there's a really high chance that that shot that he throws, the shot that he throws, is going to be the shot that will knock out his opponent. Okay, so that is what is really dangerous about Derek Lewis. And now let's talk about Junior Dos Santos for a second. So like I said, Junior Dos Santos, unlike Derek Lewis, he's a very, very technical fighter. And um, he used to be the headweight champion, actually, at the UFC. But um, uh, he was fighting an opponent of his, and unfortunately, he lost um, his title. And then he got injured, and uh, he was um, laid off for a few months. And um, he's but he's had fights here and there. He's had his um, um his own ups and downs, you could say, throughout the journey. But overall, I would say he's he's actually a very consistent fighter. And like I said, he's one of my all time favorites. Maybe it is because of the fact that, you know, even though he does have his own ups and downs, he's always there. He will always come back and he. I, I feel like the right word for it is that he he really does have the heart of a champion because he doesn't really give up. Even if he loses um, like three out of five fights, he still is out there. He will come back to, to redeem himself. And he's not really mad at himself. You know, things happen. Stuff happens. And it's all about how you come back, how you make that comeback and bounce back. So that is what I really sort of um, like about uh, Junior Dos Santos. And... Um, he, he And overall, he's just a really nice guy, and um, I've seen so many videos of, of, of him, even when he's not really having a fight coming up. He's just constantly training, constantly working on his strength and power, and um, of course, working on his um, striking skills as well, because that is obviously his forte. Now, having said all those things, technicality is good. If you are going off against someone who um, you might be thinking that is sort of at a lower level than yours and might not really necessarily technically uh, match up with your with your own skills, it might be good to utilize your technicality and go out there, try to outbox and outstrike your opponent in that manner, in that um, technical manner. But again, like I said, uh, it's just really um, weird in this particular case, because he's fighting off against Derek Lewis, whose um, game plan and strategy is almost, unknown because you don't know when that knockout shot is going to be coming towards you you might be thinking that yes i've secured the whole fight in my own favor i've won all three or five rounds i am definitely winning this fight but then the next thing you know there might be two seconds left to the whole fight and you might be if you're not careful you might be knocked out cold And I I would like to emphasize this, especially in the case of Junior Dos Santos, because there have been cases that Junior Dos Santos has been acting reckless. Although he's a technical fighter, he has been acting reckless, thinking that, oh, he can actually finish the opponent. But in reality, by acting reckless and trying to him himself, trying to finish his opponent, he's exposed himself um, defensively. And um, his opponent has actually taken that opportunity and thrown so many shots towards him. And um, he, as Junior Dos Santos, has uh, absorbed all those shots and uh, unfortunately knocked out. We've seen so many cases of that. Uh, I'm not saying that uh, Junior Dos Santos has a weak chin. I'm saying that he... He really does absorb them shots, you know, like um, he doesn't really want to stand there and defend the shots when he's throwing stuff. He will, he will throw them and not necessarily try to um, perfectly defend them, especially if he wants to go out there and potentially finish the fight. And this is really dangerous for him if that is the strategy that he wants to keep up with when he's fighting off against Derek Lewis. Now I'm gonna give you an example of um, Junior Dos Santos's um, recklessness. You could say, I hate to say this word, but yes, I guess you you, ha- you do have to call it recklessness. If you remember, uh, <coughs> excuse me, when he was fighting for the title at the time, so it was Junior Dos Santos versus the then heavyweight champion of the world, Sipa Miocic, when he was fighting Miocic, he, w- in the very first round, he was coming out there Thinking that he would outstrike um, Stephen Mijocic, he wanted to just go out there and potentially finish Mijocic. But then Mijocic, he pu- sort of um, pushed Junior Dos Santos against the fence because he was um, he was um, trying to dominate over him. If he, if that makes sense, you know the way that he was just just coming towards him and um, backing him up against the fence. He sort of uh, cornered Junior Dos Santos and Junior Dos Santos, he was trying to use that opportunity to throw counter punches so that he would still uh, win this um, exchange of strikes, you could say. But by doing that, he exposed himself completely defensively. And his chin was open. He was not really defending his temple or his chin. And so, Steven Miocic, all of the shots that he was throwing, he was throwing towards his chin. And Junior Dos Santos was absorbing all of them. And then after a while, I mean, your brain can't really take that much anymore. Especially if you're taking heavyweight shots, man. <sighs> That is some real uh, brain injury right there, and um, this is a serious issue, and I feel like this is why, this is like a biological, um, you could say, reaction of your brain, of your body saying, man, I've had enough, I I just want to shut down. So that is why you ultimately get knocked out, and that is exactly what happened with Junior Dos Santos on that fight night. So all I'm saying is that I really hope Junior Dos Santos doesn't repeat some of his mistakes that he has had um, for some of the fights that he has been having recently. I hope he fights a smart fight. But by by saying that he fights a smart fight, I hope that he doesn't uh, fight super cautious and not really throw any punches. He still needs to be active and be dynamic in this fight, but he just needs to watch out. And he, uh, it's best for him, obviously, not to act reckless and to, to be smart you know, still throw his own shots, potentially go for takedowns. That will be nice, too. But overall, um, be be also aware of some of the things that he could be doing defensively to protect himself, first of all, and also to to neutralize some of the things that um, Derek Lewis might be throwing towards him. So that is my analysis for this particular fight between Junior Dos Santos and Derek Lewis. Now, as it always is uh, the case, the, the heavyweight fights are always so fun to watch So I would definitely recommend all of you guys to catch up with this fight on Saturday night Between Dos Santos and Lewis And, uh, I, you know, there's so many other fights happening on this fight card For example, we have some other heavyweight um, contenders Like uh, Blagoy Ivanov and Ben Rothwell Who are... Um, uh, top-ranked contenders in the heavyweight division. And not only that, but we also have other guys um, in the in the lightweight division as well. You know, guys like Benil Daryush and um, Drew Dober. They're fighting each other. And there's so many fighters, so many great fighters fighting on this fight card. Although, you know, they're not necessarily super big-name fighters fighting on um, these um, UFC Fight Night cards, I would still recommend that you guys watch these fights because... You know, when when fighters are not necessarily that well known, they will they will actually take all the chances in the world to, to just prove themselves to the fans and to the whole MMA um, community. Uh, so uh, those fights I always find to be even better in quality than than some of the um, high level fights that we fight uh, that we watch on pay per views. So, yeah. So definitely do watch this fight card on Saturday night. Now, uh, I just want to briefly sort of reminisce about some of the things that happened over this past weekend between John Jones and, and Anthony Smith and also Tyron Woodley and Kamara Usman. Now, let's get started with Kamara Usman and Tyron Woodley because that fight um, by itself, it, it took me by a lot of surprise. And I wasn't really expecting... Uh, for the outcome to be what it was at the end of the at the end of the night, because when the fight started, um, everybody was thinking that Tyron Woodley would come out there try to completely outstrike or at least properly trade uh, shots with Kamaru Usman, and everybody was especially looking forward to this fight because when you look at the way that Tyron Woodley fights and the way that Kamara Usman fights. They're stylistically very similar. They both come from a very strong wrestling background, like a collegiate level um, wrestling background. So their wrestling is obviously their forte, but they don't really rely, not all the time at least, they don't always rely on their wrestling to overcome fights. But when they do face an opponent that um, has a wrestling um, uh, skill lower than them, they will obviously utilize the wrestling to to uh, ultimately overcome their opponent. Now, this w- this case, though, th- was really interesting because you will actually get to see which guy is the better fighter and which guy ultimately has the better wrestling skills. And I was surprised by a lot because... We saw Kamaru Usman come out there from the very first round taking down Tyron Woodley, whose wrestling we thought was, you know, I- invincible in the whole division. So Kamara Usman takes down Tyron Woodley not once, but so many times that it, it almost prevents Tyron Woodley from standing up and throwing those explosive shots of his that he usually throws in fights and uh, is actually able to knock out his opponent. So by, by taking him down so many times, Kamaru Usman neutralized that explosive um, uh, power shot uh, of Tyron Woodley's, that explosive big right hand that Tyron Woodley usually throws and knocks out op- his opponents. So that was actually a very smart move. And I applaud Kamaru Usman for, for doing that because... Sometimes you might be thinking that oh, even if I if your if your skill matches up well with someone else's, you might be thinking oh, like you would you you would sort of have a, um, a lessened confidence, you could say. You might be saying oh, like although our, our our skills are really similar, I wouldn't think that mine is actually better than his. But in this case, I applaud Kumar Usman because by taking Woodley down so many times, it, it showed that he was so confident in himself. And uh, I've I've been telling you guys so many times that, yes, you could be the best athlete in the world, but if you don't have that mentality, if you don't have confidence in yourself, it's not good, it's not enough, cannot win fights like that. But in this case, Kamaru Usman, not only uh, was he physically strong, was he athletically strong, but also he had that mentality. And um, he had that confidence in himself that he will come into this fight and that he will win this fight against the the champion, Tyron Woodley. And that is exactly what he did, because for the full five rounds, he was completely outclassing um Tyron Woodley, he was constantly taking him down and he completely neutralized everything that Tyron Woodley was even thinking of doing in this fight. So Tyron Woodley couldn't do much at all. And so, yes, Kamaru Usman won the championship and now he is the new welterweight champion of the world. And I was I was really surprised because I thought Tyron Woodley was going to do something better. And I'm not saying this to, to sort of... You know, say, "Hey, Woodley, like, would you would you fight better?" I'm not saying that at all. I mean, sometimes it happens, and you know, it is what it is. But. I was just really surprised by the way that Kamaru Usman came out because yes I had seen some fights of his in the past but I never really thought that he could flourish the way that he did um, on fight Night against Tyron Woodley and that was actually beautiful to watch because you know this is a growing sport and it's always nice to see new talent rise to the top and become champions and I love to see stuff like this because it shows that our sport is actually evolving at such a high rate. And you know, it, it might be nice to, I mean, as the fans, you might be wanting to have just one champion just ruling the whole division for 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 a long time. You know, at least that's how it was back in the day, uh, like about seven, eight years ago, with guys like George St. Pierre who reigned over over the division for about six years. He was a champion for six years or even guys like Jose Aldo, who was the champion for about ten years. You know, we we might be liking those things, but at the same time, you, you have to accept the fact that this is a growing sport. You need to um, give the platform to some of the rise, in, you know, some of the rising and um, uh, up and coming talent in the division so that, you know, it's just ultimately good for the for the future of the sport. So I applaud Kamara Usman and I also want to give a big shout out to Tyron Willie for showing a great heart at the end of the fight. You know, he wasn't really making any excuses or anything. You know, it was just, it, it just was what it was. Sometimes things don't necessarily go your way. I'm pretty sure that it can bounce back from this. So there was that and I'm just going to briefly talk about the fight between John Jones and Anthony Smith. That fight too, I was sort of, Uh, like subconsciously rooting for Anthony Smith I don't know why because maybe it was because he was the underdog coming into this fight and I was actually expecting a bit more from him but unfortunately he came into the fight and John Jones ever since he he actually got back into the scene into the scene of mixed martial arts out of all the suspensions that he was experiencing and all that he's grown so much and um, I would say he's almost back at the level or even better than how he was before all the suspensions went down. And, you know, he's he's actually at his prime. And I, I wasn't really expecting to say this because I'm not necessarily um, rooting for John Jones whenever he fights. There's just something about him that um, I, I would just like to root, root for his opponents. Maybe it's because of the fact that he's undefeated and you would like to see someone, you know, sort of break his perfect record. And I know that kind of sounds mean, but, um, here I'm just confessing that John Jones is indeed at his prime and that he indeed is actually one of the greatest, um, mixed martial art, mixed martial artists to have ever lived in the modern era. And, um, he deserves to be at the top man. he proved it when he fought against Anthony Smith because he he fought such a great fight, such a smart fight. He, um... You know he didn't really want to fight emotionally he was doing everything that he could to to just um, j- just overcome Anthony Smith you know not trying to put on a show or anything do do stupid things in a fight he was actually fighting a good fight and um, he was humble in the end so I give him props for that and also I want to make a sh- uh, give a big shout out to Anthony Smith as well because at the end again he wasn't making any uh, he was not making any excuses and he took the loss As it was and um, Yeah man just shout out to both of them It was a great fight I really enjoyed It and yes That is uh, (laughs) all the Reminiscing that we can actually do for this Week because I'm just looking at the uh, Clock right now unfortunately Again it is time We have to say goodbye fam But it's okay because we'll come back next week and like I said, next week we're going to be breaking down a UFC fight card and a ACB fight card so make sure you mark down um, your calendars for that breakdown and what else man, yes you already know in case you want to catch up with our previous episodes, go to CFRU.ca and you can also go to SoundCloud and iTunes, okay? And until next time, it's your girl Jinan, and this is TKO. Peace out.